Okay, with Yannick Ibret, uh, her sweater is the short film. It's 24 minutes long, Romance and Relationships Film Festival. I'm talking to him from Germany right now, um, his native land. Uh, I guess you're, you're located in Los Angeles normally though, right? Correct, yeah. So you're just on vacation, holiday? Uh, my family lives here. I'm, I was born here, um, so I'm, I'm visiting family. Um, we'll be returning to Los Angeles afterwards, but yeah, visiting for the, vaca- for the holidays. So her sweater, really interesting film. It's 20, like it's a 24 minutes long. It's basically a, like a journey of these two characters. I worked the midnight shift um, for years and uh, in various capacities. And I remember striking up relationships with people like in the early in the morning. And it's kind of a weird vibe. I don't know if this, if you relate to this and this is how you came up with the idea, but like you're kind of like kind of intense because you were up when nobody was, was, uh, you're up when like nobody was around and you kind of have this weird kind of strange. And then all of a sudden you're, you're more vulnerable, I guess, with your exhaustion. Yeah. 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 You're, you're, it's almost like you're, you're in in a sedated or drunk state, you know, the inhibitions are down, you're tired um, and you're able to, to connect with, with people in different ways that you might not be able to with, if you're in in your normal self, so to speak. Um, and yeah, and I mean, this this story came out of just a, r- a real experience of that happening to me. And I think it's a, this is an interesting uh, a state of being um, that like tired, drowsy, yeah, surreal feeling. Because yeah. most people on a regular day, like you, you get off, you finish work, you don't go to sleep, right? But then, so it's like the midnight kind of like you're, I, you're, it's like you're not conditioned. It's like un, it's an unnatural be thing because you're not used to it your whole life. So then you're so tired, but you can't go to sleep because you're not used to going to sleep after you finish work. You have to like wind down a little bit, I guess, right? Yeah, and and in this case, um, it was you know having to stay on your normal sleep sleep schedule because it was just one night shift. Yeah, in in a, in a life of normal shifts, so you kind of have to wait it out so that you're back on your normal schedule. And you know who best to do that with than somebody that just went through the same thing with you, who's also tired. So this is this is based on a kind of like a loosely based on the kind of a real moment for you. Uh, not just loosely; it's very very closely based <laughs> okay. on a real. The first draft was verbatim, um, but yeah, it's it's very very close to to the real thing. The, the person that that you're um, that you're the person who's part of the who's like based the story's based on is the she seeing the film. Yeah. It was it was kind of a scary moment showing it to her because I didn't tell her that I was making it. Okay. Um, and she had found out because I posted some behind the scenes footage uh, 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 shots on online, um, and she she knew the locations. It was all filmed in the real locations where the events happened. Okay. And she ended up knowing with and without me ever telling her. But when I did tell her, you know, it was kind of a scary moment because you know I didn't make it for her, but her opinion still mattered because. I didn't want her to look in a way that she didn't want to be portrayed in the, in the piece, but yeah, I showed it to her and, and she, she liked it. She thought it was accurate. Are you guys still still communicating with each other? Yes. I still know her. Yeah. So that's that. So there's things called method acting. This is like method directing, I guess method. Like it's like, you're just making kind of an autobiographical tale, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I, I, I kind of hate it. <laughs> you kind of hate it why do you hate it um <laughs> it's it's like a it's like therapy i guess you know that this was my way of kind of getting over this 
it, it, it's a loss in the end, you know, it doesn't turn out well. Um, yeah. It's too intense. It's just kind of, yeah, it's my way of, of, yeah. of addressing it. And it's very personal and it's a beautiful thing, but it also, you know, it, it hurts to have to live it three times to write it. I had to relive it yeah. to make it. I had to relive it to edit it. I had to relive it. Yeah. Now you're, now you're talking about it. And I'm talking about it. <laughs> no, but it's something that, that I can, I, I understand. Like this it's like a, it, it's when you're, there's a loneliness aspect. And I remember like being this kind of in this kind of headspace where you're, you're like, you're kind of lonely and you're just looking for companionship. But the problem is, is that like true friendship and true relationships kind of have take up, they, they have to like, they can't just be like one big intense moment and then that's that's the basis of a relationship. It has to build, right? It has to build. Yeah. And then, but then the, the problem is, is when you're lonely, you're vulnerable, and you just start spewing, and you start sharing. You overshare, I guess, right? In its basic sense. Yeah. And then, so the, the it's like then the relationship can't build because it's all the yeah. all the stuff is already like on the table, like too quickly, I guess. Does, does that make sense to you? Yeah. No, that's that's a good way of putting it. It and it did it did feel like that. It felt. Uh, it felt like a fantasy, you know, it was this, we were tired, we were enjoying these views in the film, you know, we're in these, these great viewpoints and stuff. And it all feels like perfect, especially if you're a little loopy, you know, and yeah, I mean, we're kind of existing in this very fantasy feeling, very, it felt like being in an indie movie and, and it's just, but that's not, you know, like you say, that's not something to build something on. It all could just kind of happen very quickly, you know? Yeah. Wrong. Kind of we both kind of needed that we're both lonely and and like yeah. you said that that's maybe not not the perfect thing for a long-term thing but for that moment it, it was perfect you know for, for that moment but then you feel like you want like you're you're connecting with this person but it's like and then you kind of mistake the moment for like oh this could be long term this could be a future this could be somebody that I, I share my life with because that's but it's not, it's not about that. It's about like what you just described. So it's like, you're kind of mixed in those emotions, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's very much like almost living too much in the present. Yeah. It's like a, what I want now. It's like emotional cocaine. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. That's a good way to put it. Emotional cocaine. No. Cause she, you're the character, the female character. That's why I was curious if she saw the film. Cause you said it's very autobiographical. She just, yeah she's just throwing it all down. Like she's just like laying it all down, like who she is, what her insecurities are, her past relationships, like, you know, like the most vulnerable like fears that she, so I'm just so curious what she felt like <laughs> the real person felt about like this, this, this film, because it's like, it's all there for her, I guess. Right. Yeah. I mean, um, I don't think she would mind me sharing this, but she, she just felt, she just felt like uh, that I just encapsulated how she was feeling very well because, you know, the story's about her also seeing the connection, but just not being ready. And then eventually being true to that feeling and saying, this is not going to work um, through my support of her doing that. So going the, the character that plays me, I, I have to say it's not me because it's not, and it is changed a little bit, but sure. the character that portrays me in this instance, you know, says to her don't be in a long-term it's not right for you but also falls for her that's kind of the, the the conflict that i wanted to play within this 
He goes has to go against his own own advice, um, against his own advice, or follow his own advice. You know, he's a hypocrite if he if he decides to make something happen with her and pursues that further, and perhaps a, a bad person if he does pursue it, um, or he goes with his advice and against his own heart. So it's just a good idea to put characters in, in a bad spot like that, and and that's what kind of what I think motivated me to make yeah. this too as a story because it says that checks the position. The eternal conflict, I guess, right? Like the yeah, yeah it's really cool. So, so tell me, okay, so you wrote the screenplay and you're like, okay, what's your filmmaking experience to date? How many, like, have you made, like, you've directed before, before this, this project? Yeah, I did. I did a lot in, my college didn't have a very, I went to a school, not a film school, but a film program. Um, I guess I'm more qualified to be a, a film critic really based on my education. But um, there was a lot of, there wasn't a lot of hands-on. So a lot of the hands-on stuff we just did on our own little project. So it's like very much indie doing it yourself, my directing experience. Um, and then just, yeah, through the years doing my own smaller stuff. Gotcha. Lots of writing. So you're you're very uh, uh, in the blog interview, you're, you're, you're very uh, open about, about basically I think a lot of filmmakers go through this. It's like you said that every film you make, there's it's always there's always a traumatizing experience, which is yeah, very it's it's a, it's very true for a lot of people. So then you basically like you're talking about your roommate, like you guys kind of broke up, I guess, like during the making of the film yeah. or after the film. Yeah, yeah. So my my longtime film partner, who I had most of or a lot of my directing experience with, he would produce or edit. Um, this kind of tore us apart because of other reasons, but this was definitely the thing that, that kind of pushed us in separate ways. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because there was just because of disagreements we had with, with the space, we were going to film in his space and some other stuff there. But yeah, this, that, that was the trauma this time was, was losing a friend over, over it on top of all the other stuff about the nature of the film already being kind of, traumatizing yeah i'm i'm projecting of course but was he a little bit was there like jealousy involved or um yeah i mean i invited him to be i wanted him to be a part of it i really you know to this day i really admire him he's a really talented guy and i wanted him in on this um yeah maybe he felt like some projects he wanted to get going weren't getting going and he saw that i was getting something going and maybe there was some some inner conflict there i don't know um but I wanted him to be a part of it. So it's not like I was holding him away from it. Yeah. And then you ended up having to, uh, uh, there, there's basically a rewritten script. I guess you had to rewrite it on the last day because the, because uh, the prop was missing. Yeah. So a prop disappeared. Um, you, you, disappeared. you said quotation marks <laughs> disappeared. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, you know, maybe he took it. I don't know. Um, yeah. He's, he knew how important the prop was. Um, and, you know, he was the, the first one I showed the script to, the, the, you know, the, the, the sweater. It's in the title. Um, and we had a scene where they were supposed to find the sweater in the, in the short. And they don't in the short. They don't find it anymore. And that was because we, it just disappeared the night before filming. And we didn't realize it because we had stashed it safely in my garage. And then it was gone. Um, and so that morning, I had to rewrite the the scene for them to not find it which i think ended up working a lot better for the story as a whole and ended up being my my favorite scene um yeah. that because the sweater would have played a role in the later scene where where they 
in, in, in her house when they lay together, the sweater would have been there and it would have been like that. The sweater's the ex-boyfriend symbolically and it would have still been, the, been in the space. In the story, it makes more sense for it to not be in the space to get that intimacy in the end. So sometimes those things kind of work out, I guess. Yeah, but sometimes a lot of times these things uh, work for the best. Like you lose a location yeah. and then you get a, like, you know what I mean? Like you lose a crew member, like sometimes like in independent films, like yeah. these are, these are in, in hindsight, they're very stressful in the moment, but in hindsight, they're, they're like happy surprises or like they're, they're beneficial yeah. in the long run. Yeah. I, I'm a huge fan of improv, all things improv and always try to get it as much in as possible. Cause I think all the best things in all, in all the movies, all the famous movies, I'm walking here. It's all just improv and little accidents. Oh, Midnight so Cowboy shout out. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I, I always try to. Uh, yeah. Try to invite and kind of work with the. Use it. Yeah, you, yeah. You can't. You can't be stressed out. You have to like go. It's the, the film's already creating itself. You have to like go with it. Exactly. Go with it, right. It's making itself. Yeah. So tell me about the two uh, cast members. Where did you find them? So I um, I think it was uh, Casting Connections is what it's called. It's a, a service in Los Angeles. I think it exists in other places too. It's just a website. Um, pretty pretty good website, I would say, at least on the casting side for me. I've heard on the actor side it might not be, but within a, a couple of days I had like 1,500 for each character, people that had submitted for it. Um, and that's how we found the Freya character, the the woman, and uh, she was great. Um, instantly uh, liked her as as the option. It was one other person, but pretty quickly found out that she was the one that was more invested. And couldn't find uh, uh, the other character um, um, for a while. None of the options that we got online were really what we wanted. Um, but then she suggested um, the the she suggested Mark. Sarah, Professor Mark, um, because they worked together before and they already had kind of a rapport, which I thought was perfect. And, you know, especially with something like this, it just helps to have them. I mean, I was a little afraid that because they are supposed to meet each other for the first time, that it would be uh, um, difficult to have somebody that already knows if they already know each other. Yeah. But they are supposed to click very well right away and feel like they've known each other forever. So I kind of ended up choosing that that or hoping that that's what would make this shine is them clicking so well and and that ended up working well they, they work well, great together did you just did you do like rehearsals with them like what was the process yeah yeah i did um they both uh i had them both send in um video uh auditions themselves and then once i had that we did a whole day of rehearsal where we went to the actual locations and walked through the entire thing and workshopped each each scene maybe run ran through each each scene two or three times gotcha and so tell me about the rest of your crew like your dp and like uh because you guys are you're you're kind of running and gunning i guess you're going to different locations yeah um, outside most, most of it's shot outside i guess right yeah 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 i think we have like uh like seven or eight locations all of yeah. them two days so lots of running and gunning um yeah, so the we I just had a camera person, sound person, and um, my co-producer to help out, um, which I did on purpose. Uh, I mean, for budget, but also because I knew we were going to be filming in a store, which would have been hard to do if we roll in with a lot of gear. Um, 
the, the store clerk would not have let us get away with how cheap we were able to film there. Um, and just outside locations too, you know, we didn't have a fire marshal or a police officer there, location manager, yeah, of course, yeah. permits, you know, and all that is a lot easier to talk away if you just have a DSLR, you know? Yeah, I, I totally get it. I, I understand. So I was wondering, like, yeah, that's what you need to do. And like, even your shot selection, you don't like nothing. There's nothing profound needed, I guess, right? Like maybe a flex fill and yeah. like you help out with the, the lighting a little bit because I'm sure the lighting's changing gradually, especially in your, I'm sure you're shooting in like LA area, right? Yeah. Yeah. Elysian Park, yeah. Yeah, so the, yeah, the, no. light, the lighting, the sun changes so fast in, in LA, right? So you have to like keep up with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was all the 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 la less is more on this one for sure. I wanted the two actors to just kind of like be together for the day, pretty much. We shot it also in order because of that reason. I just wanted them to live. I, I knew that they were that they could do it, that they were strong enough and understood this, the story well enough method, that I could just. This is a method directing. Yeah. You're shooting the same. Yeah, I, I, you're shooting in order. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah, I just let them run and record it. So I obviously, mean, I, the I actors are not. Yeah or not like it's one of those things where you have to like let go a little bit where like you have to let the actors find the roles themselves i guess right yeah i mean they i, I was super lucky with those two i mean they're both super professional and they instantly understood the story and understood things about it that i didn't understand about it or that i was subconsciously had created yeah. and knowing that um yeah i just kind of let them let them take the lead i they actually wanted to i want them to improv improvise more like you guys are great kept telling them uh don't be afraid to add something at the end or at the beginning or do a little chit chat here and there but they come kind of from that very professional actor background where they they did they nailed every line so yeah. i had to force them to improv a little bit more when i thought it was going to be the other way around so what was the editing experience like you said you had to kind of have um, to live it again yeah um the editing was hard it it uh it took me a long time to sit down and do it again just because I didn't want to live it again for a fourth time at that point. Um, so it was just me looking through all the takes over, over quite a long time. Um, and, uh, but yeah, eventually I did it after a couple of weeks, very slow process. Um, and then a big step there was getting the, uh, the score in, which was, which I hired somebody to do the score and I sat down with him and kind of worked through it. That was kind of the last piece. Um, yeah, I mean, th at that point, it was it was just the fourth time going through it, so it was it was just. And at that, that, at that point, you get also getting those things about projects where you don't want to let go because then yeah. it'll be over, it'll be done. So it was really logistically quite easy, but it was just emotionally getting myself to finish it was gotcha. the hard part. So then, and now it's done, and you're submitting the festivals. What did you think about our uh, festival? We sent you the audience feedback. What did you think about what the audience had to say about your film? I love what I love the little audience video. I didn't know that was a thing. Apparently, that's a thing other festivals do too. I've never heard about it, but I thought the the I don't know how you guys find the the people that do the reviews, but um, they had great insights, and once again, I found things that I didn't even realize I had put in there. Um, very insightful, very articulate um I, I i thought it was great and you don't you know i i think i mentioned in the other view but you don't really get with with film festivals it kind of feels like you're just shooting things out there and then no idea how how what people thought about it you yeah. get an award okay people might have liked it 
but you might've been close to an award. You don't know. Uh, you could have been two votes away or whatever. Um, and it just feels like it's, it just feels very cold and, and not very, not like you're connecting with an audience because you can't yeah. be there all the time and see what people are reacting. So getting to, to see people react in that video format was great. Oh, that's, that's fantastic. Yeah. And so, yeah, the people liked your, like your film, it's like, uh, so uh, what do you, so you're, you're a Derby now you're going back to LA. So what are your, what's your goals? Like, what are you, what are you doing next? Um, I'm going to, I'll probably do a horror feature next. Okay. Um, yeah, I've been, I've been, I've been writing, I've been writing it for a while and I have the, um, I have a location for it all, all kind of set. I kind of just write, I write very low budget and just kind of write with what I have. And I just kind of have the pieces for that one right now. So I think that's probably going to be the next project. Um, yeah. So you're doing a feature. Yeah, I think so. You think so? That's, uh, that's, uh, that's pretty cool. So yeah, cause it's like, it's a, that's a whole other, that's the next evolving, I guess, as a filmmaker. Is like putting the story beats of a feature together, I guess, right? Yeah, I mean, I've always written features and wanted to do features. I'm not really, I don't really like uh, shorts that much, to be honest. Um, I think they're more like a means to an end. Um, great ways to learn, of course, um, or like try out, yeah. experiment. But um, the ultimate goal is always a longer story. I, I think most of the stories I have within me would just require more time. Um, to tell and to get that, that bigger arc in um so yeah that's the goal and i got i got to get myself to do it sooner or later yeah well you're relatively young so you, you got some time but at the same time you want to you want to get that out of the first one under your belt i guess right yeah i mean i feel old you feel old i feel old do you want to do you want to reveal your age because you're not that old I'm 26, almost 27. Yeah, you're not that old. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel old. You feel old? Okay. So you're born in 1996? Yeah. Okay. I remember having intense relationships in 1996. So it's like you're you're very young. So <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Congratulations on the film. Fantastic job. And uh let's like when you get your feature done or your next film done, let's talk again. I'm looking forward to seeing what you do next. That'd be great. Appreciate it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, Schlemiel, Schlemizel.